good evening. I uh, 22 Sunday. So I figured I'd do another podcast because basically this is the only time of the, on the weekend on a Sunday that I could do it not the constant phone calls during the week and I've been doing nighttime podcasts but I don't think people around the world will although there are people around the world that might listen to it it's just a very few select that I'm trying to reach see I think there's too much there's too much name calling attacking people Attacking a country, a continent. Let's get into that. Because I'm hearing it from here, in America. And everyone... See, I, I have my opinions on this part of the world. Which a lot of people will probably be like, Oh my God, you know, you're, 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 you're betraying your own country. No, I'm not. I'm just voicing an opinion here. In America, during the pandemic, when we were on lockdown, there was so much racial stereotyping of other people because of the color of their skin. But not only that, fighting, violence. Let's attack a group of people because we can. They're the ones who caused this. Stop name blaming, stop shaming, stop criticizing, stop attacking people because of who they are. You know, everyone again has a story to tell. And I really believe that we should really sit down as a whole, join hands, and come together to fight racism, to fight poverty, to fight stereotyping, and all the things that are, quote, bad. That could be helped without just one person, but with a lot of different people. See, I like to think that I can go across to different parts of the world and represent a continent. Because one in particular that I really want to go to and possibly make a home there, because I think from all the people that always stereotype from here in America to other countries is despicable and really deplorable. When you attack a group of people, especially people that, you know, have a bad rap against them, is wrong. Now, the people that I'm referring to, or the, the, the place that's in Africa, is Nigeria. Why? Well, now everybody assumes that in Nigeria, there are scammers there. Maybe a small part of the population but not everybody. And I don't know why you would attack them. Why? Don't you think that when you start doing that, what does that make you superior to them? You know, I have a lot of good LinkedIn contacts that are from that area. I've made a lot of good connections with people from that area. And I don't see why you have to attack them. I would defend as many of the people that I know in my group that are being attacked like that from others. Because again, stereotyping, stop doing that. Stop profiling, stop doing it. How would you feel if it was the other way around? They did that to you. See, when I was growing up, I was teased because I was different. I was different. And there's nothing wrong with being different. 
But people in this day and age don't like that. Oh, we have to be like everybody else. No, we don't. If I want to stand out from you, from the rest of you, I will. I don't have to be like you. I don't want to be like you. I am different. I have more compassion and caring in my whole body than all of you put together. Because of the constant, when we started this growing up in grammar school, we got teased at because we were different. We weren't, quote, Anglo-Saxon. No, where I came from, Greek, Greek, and, and if you're, if you're, you know, Italian, German, Polish, uh, uh, Spanish, uh, French, you know, whatever, whatever, wherever you come from, why are you attacking them? Why are you doing that? I like to think that we could all come together in a global, as a global perspective. In other words, we all join hands and we, we form like some kind of a coalition, a group. We can help others and we have that common denominator. But a lot of times you think, well, that can't be done. We can't get along with others. Yes, we can. The question is, will you do it? See, a lot of people claim that a certain group of people caused this to happen. Stop doing that. There's no one to blame. When this virus came out, this coronavirus, who was the country that got attacked? China. Why? Oh, because it originated from there. But you don't know that for sure. How do you know? Because what the news tells you? You think the news is valuable? You think the news is real? Some of it's fake. Sometimes channels don't report the actual news that you want to hear. They just report their own version of it. Because they don't want to tell you what's really going on. So all of a sudden, after that incident, guess what happened? All the Asians got attacked. Wrong. It's wrong. And it makes, it sickens me to think we cannot get along in this world. You know, I've told about this on many podcasts. And I said, you know... I like to be in a country where if you can accept me, I can accept you. And I accept everybody in my, in my social circle. If I can make friends with everybody around the world. I don't judge. I don't criticize. I don't put down. And again, I don't care where you come from. I don't care about your background. I don't care uh, what your social status or financial status is. Um, I don't care, uh, you know, of any of that. The only thing I care about is how you are to other people. It tells me how you treat others. Because if you tell me, oh yeah, I treat people equally and you know I'm the same way, and then I see a different side of you, well then you just lied to me right now because of the way you treated that person. I've seen it beforehand growing up. There's so much discrimination here in this country, but then when you attack a group of people that you don't know anything about and you start making these accusations, oh, everybody who lives in in this part of the world are are fraudulent. Everybody who lives there are murderers. Don't do that because you don't know. You can't make an assumption like that. You can't. Now, if I go down to Africa to help, I don't want to go there with the expectation of, well, someone's going to attack me. First of all, and and I got into this with one of my LinkedIn connections. He said, oh, Americans are superior. (laughs) Not me. (laughs) Far from it. I'm telling you, I am not like, quote, superior. When I come into a country, I come with open arms, warm and compassionate. Okay, nice. I don't have, quote, a mean bone in my body. The only way that I would ever have... A mean bone in my body is if someone attacks someone that's in my group that comes from one of those countries because, again, when people start attacking others, 
and they don't have enough information. They think, well, this is the facts. This is for no, it's not because you're attacking a whole group. What about women and children? You're gonna put them in that category too, because I think that's very shameful if you do that. I know a lot of people who have startup businesses that are from all over the world that live in that area. You know, I want to go to, and I seriously was thinking about it because I'm looking at homes over there. You know, like a bungalow or a little apartment over there uh, in Abuja, because that's the capital. It's the capital of Nigeria, is Abuja. And I heard it's very nice, but it's very expensive. But so what? But by the time I save up enough money, I can do that. And I think that it's important for me. I told the Somalians, I really want to do dual citizenship where I can live in another country and just change my life completely. Maybe study abroad. Now, is it easy to get into another country? Well, there has to be a way where you can get in there. If you want to open up a business, let's say, and you want to promote that business over there, I don't see what the problem is. Because I've seen people do it. I've actually had a conversation with someone a while ago about how they did that. Oh yeah, I lived here in America, then I, I moved to another country and I've never regretted it. I'm like, okay, so how did you do it? Can you give me some suggestions, some recommendations? Because I may want to do that. Here in America, I'm not happy. Because again, people are too judgmental. People criticize too much. I can't really get ahead and over here. But then everyone says, well, why would you want to leave America? Land of the free, home of the brave. <laughs> Land of the free, home of the brave. Think about those terms for a second. Now, again, when we were on, quote, lockdown, people were attacking others and for what? There's too much social unrest in this country. Nobody can get along. Nobody wants to get along. Nobody's even trying to get along. Everyone is attacking everyone. Every time you turn on the news, that's what you hear. You don't hear anything positive. You don't hear anything good. You hear negativity. You hear killings and innocent people getting attacked and all the name calling. It's like enough, stop. When I was growing up, I always believed that we can live in a peaceful world where we can all coexist and come together. I always believed that. But now, I'm not so sure because of all the fighting and the unrest. Now, why would you want to leave America? Well, maybe because I'm not happy here. My life has been filled with pain here. I lost two people in my life that I can't get back. So they're not coming back. Wherever I go in life, they're with me in spirit. I would like to go back to Greece, but Greece right now is on a lockdown because now there's higher cases of, of sickness over there. So they purposely, Americans can't go there for some time. And I can imagine that if I had gone there back in the day, I probably would have been stuck there, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't have bothered me because I would be in the country where, hey, I know how to speak the language and I can converse with people. Now, I'm not fluent by any means, but whatever I don't understand, I can learn. I can teach myself the big stuff. Because my mother and father, when they spoke Greek, I, I would speak half and half, but I would also answer them in English and they understood. Sometimes I think, oh, what did you say? You know, no. In our family, that's what we did. You know, some families, when you come from another country, they expect you to talk only in their language, but you're here in America, you gotta learn how to speak English. And my father had to, because he had to get a job down here to give us the, the good life, and he did. But I always wondered what it would have been like to live in another country. I think it would have been benefited all of us. If, and if I was born in another country, I would have been a little bit better. I think it would have been happier times than coming here. Here, it's too expensive to live here. And there's always something going on, you know. Now again, I'm not, I'm not criticizing where I live, but it's just lonely for me here. I think that if I go into another country, I can develop new relationships with people, new friendships, establish something different, you know. Because nowadays, it's just very, very difficult. Right?
it's difficult to maintain a life here. And now with this house, when there's no life, and there's nobody in it, I don't really want to stay here if I don't have to. So my sister said, do what you have to do. Look into it. Do the research. And I am looking. I'm actually doing the research and looking at dual citizenship. I think you can do that. And I think it's not as difficult as it seems. I mean, you may have to go through paperwork. You may have to talk with the higher up, like go to a consulate or something. Whatever has to be done. Because I said to her, I mean, I, you know, I mean, if I would have stayed here, I don't think I can... I think this house would just consume me as it's consuming me now. But I like to have positivity here. I think that, let's look at it from this perspective. When I was growing up, I was always wanting to know what it was like to work in the Peace Corps. I see commercials for it. I think somebody that I knew did did volunteer. She said it's a beautiful, uplifting experience. It's volunteer work, you don't get paid, but it's a start. You start from there and you work your way through. And then you become one of those people that funds or creates an organization where you can help others. And it's a good feeling, you know, and you can get all kinds of endorsements and sponsorships and you can get people with you or you can do it yourself, although it's kind of hard to do it all by yourself. So then you kind of get a group of people with common interests and goals and likes from all over the world. We all get together, we fund this organization and we help people who are less fortunate for me it's a way of giving back and I'm doing it from my heart I'm not doing it for monetary everyone's like oh you want to do it for the money not everything in this world's about money I still don't understand what the correlation is between money yes it's good to have and yes you need to survive my sister a middle sister drills that into my head but you know what too much of it is not good because you end up doing things that you regret people who have too much money spend it on things that just I think are stupid and ridiculous. You know, things that, do you really need to have uh, this many uh, cars? Do you really need to have this many electronics? Do you really need to have more than one home? You have them all over the country. I mean, think about all the stuff. The money that you have that you wasted, you could have either put it into an investment account, saved it for your retirement as a cushion, or taken the majority of it and, and help the people that are needed. In which my case, that's what I want to do. I don't want any type of monetary compensation. If I do get monetary compensation, again, I like to use that for medicine, food, education, you know, whatever is needed so that people will have hope. You can make a country, or I'm sorry, a continent great again. Now, there's some people say, why don't you go to South Africa? Yes, but I think it would be be beneficial for me to go into the other part of Africa. There are some places there that need a lot more. You know, there's too much famine, too much poverty. The school system has to be improved. And the mo- main concern I'm concerned about is the cancer, especially women who are going through breast cancer, because without a proper doc- doctor, uh, doctor's care, medical treatment, machines, if you don't have all that, you're not going to get well. Right now, you're slowly killing yourself, slowly dying yourself because you're not getting the proper treatment. And the understanding is it's expensive down there. That's why we have to make it easier for them to go in there not thinking about what it's going to cost me. Let that be the furthest thing from your mind. If every time you say, well, I need to go in for the doctor for a checkup, but what's it going to cost me? Now, don't think about the cost. Put that at the back of your mind. Right now, you're focusing on getting your life, saving your life, because that's important. 
life is precious right now you know you think about all the things that we've gone through in this lifetime we've gone through so many situations here in this part of the world but then you think about other countries there's a lot of famine a lot of poverty there's a lot of wars going on what are up with all these wars why can't countries just get along with one another why does there have to be strife between two countries now many people want to get out of the country they're in to come here and that's wonderful that's great come on in you know but then there are people stopping that and i'm thinking but why they have every right to be here they have every right to be here to make a new life for themselves to support their children just to get out of the darkness but then there are people who say well we can make our country great well great well that's what i want to do i want to be a big part of that donations are fine but it's not enough holding benefits and concerts that's fine too but it's not enough you have to do more, you know. And I think kindness and compassion are the two key things. Kindness, compassion, and an understanding. When you start judging people from a, one part of the world, it's wrong. I'm sorry. And I, and I will defend those people to the end. I'm not the type who's going to back down, okay? When I have something that I want to do with my time, my life, I will do it. The question is when? Don't know yet. It will come soon. I'm hoping sometime next year. But again, I don't want to, quote, give out an actual time because I don't want to say, oh, but you said you were going to do it this year. No, I said I'm going to do it at some point. But I'm thinking next year. The problem is right now, things have come up. And it's just hard for me to stay really focused. You know, you want to do good in this world. You have to have a clear mind. You can't have you can't have too many things running in your head see life again is like a big life is like a big roller coaster a lot of ups and downs you know and the thing is everyone is always competing with one another I've noticed on all these social uh, media sites people compare themselves with other people look at me I have all this wealth yeah who cares is that all you have is that what makes you happy having all this wealth what about people people are not important people matter if you're telling me all I care about is what I have versus what I don't have, well, how did you get to where you have? Did you struggle or did you just, was that given to you? Because if it was given to you, then you cheated your way through life. You're a cheater. But if you had a struggle, then I commend you. You struggled. You made mistakes. You got there slowly to the top. You didn't have anybody telling you, oh, here, let me give this to you. Let me give it to you for free or, or here, you know, let, let me help you out. But Again, sometimes a lot of people don't want to ask for help. They want to be able to do it themselves, and that's fine. But if you need help along the way, it's okay to ask. See, with me, I'm ashamed to ask my family for help. I'm either that or I'm I just feel that if I ask them, they're expecting something of me. And if I can't get it to them right away, it's I owe you. As the middle sister says, well, you're going to have to give me that money back. Well, you know, whatever. You'll get it when you get it. That's it. There is no date, no nothing. You'll get it when you get it. But she's, she's pushing me to the point of, well, at some point, I don't want to hear this anymore. So I block her out as much as I can. But it's hard sometimes. And then I look at her, the expression's on her face, and she's like, oh my god, seriously? Because I really don't want to do this right now. I don't want to fight with her. You know, fighting, fighting doesn't really solve anything it just creates more and more problems i think in this day and age though you have to understand something people there are people that are willing to listen to you don't want to make a plea out there but i don't want to sound like i'm selling and i'm not selling anything i just want 
I want someone, I, I want to have a million followers. Now, I know that's unrealistic. I might even do that on an Instagram video tomorrow just to see if anybody will get my attention. I just want a million followers. And then I can promote what I'm going to promote. And I hope to God someone hears it and say, look, she really wants to make a difference. She really wants to help out. Yes, I do. I do. I want to help out as much as I can because I, I think it's possible. I think it's very, very possible. I want to do that. I want to do that because I think nowadays... There's not enough kindness and compassion in this world. There's too much hatred, too much name-calling, too much stereotyping going on. Enough already. You know, stop with the name-calling and the stereotype. There's no need for it. There's no need for it. Can we just get along for once? See, I wonder about that. I wonder what goes on in the minds of people. I, I remember thinking, is, is this the first thing you're going to do? You're going to attack a group of people that you don't have any idea of what they're all about? Have you ever done the history? I like to study people. I like to study where they come from, the culture. I like to read about the history of an area. Because if I know I'm going to make my roots there, I want to know everything about the area. So I'm more well knowledgeable. And then when they ask me questions, I can answer these questions. I can say, yeah, I did my research. This is what I know. Now, if I'm wrong about certain things, help me out here. I used to like to learn about Greece, and I do. I learned a lot of different things about Greece. So many different things about Greece. You know, the culture, how, how Greece was formed, uh, ancient times. I like learning about mythology, because mythology is one of my favorite courses. Because I think it's, like, very important. But see, nowadays, I think it's very important that, um, you know, we all learn about each other, where we come from, our background. I think it's important to learn. It's like a virtual history lesson, and you go there to experience the culture, to experience life, not just by reading at it and watching it, to physically go there. That, to me, is a good learning experience. I would like to learn more about a people. I don't want to be told, oh, this is what they're like. No, I don't want to hear that. If you, hear, if you, if you tell me that, I'm going to put cotton in my ears and block you out. Because you're making all these assumptions. you got to stop doing that. Someone has to stand up. So I want to be one of those people. I don't want someone attacking me for this. I'm not doing any harm. I just want to know if I can represent a group of people. Because you get one person saying, oh, you can, but then you're so meek. Then the one says, oh, you, you're so high and mighty. No, believe me, I'm not. And, then, and, and, and the assumption is that if you live in another country, everyone's thinking, oh, Americans are this. French people do that too. You go to France. France people they say oh we don't like americans yeah but then why do you come here then if you don't like americans explain that to me what don't you like about americans that they're superior hell no not everybody in this country is superior when you when you classify someone as superior that's somebody who has a lot of wealth who thinks they know it all that's someone who's superior i'm far from that i am humble in other words, I live well below my means, so I am humble. I am not superior. I am not rich, although I wish, sometimes I wish I, I could have some money, but I don't want too much of it because when you have too much of it, you don't know what to do with it and you can get careless. People get careless with all the money that they have. You know, they can't seem to, you know, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna go out and spend it on these things that I don't really need because it makes me feel good. Well, that's you. I don't want material things. I am happy with having very little. And I heard from a, a this was a while ago, on one of the social music, oh, I don't believe that. I, I, I think you want to be rich. No. There's two kinds of riches. There are two kinds of riches. If you really want my definition, there's two kinds of riches. 
the one rich is where you're born into wealth. And a lot of people, I actually went to school with someone who, who hated being rich. I was surprised at that. She goes, well, after a while, it gets boring, you know. You can't live a normal life, you know, especially if your family wants you to do certain things. You have to represent them. You can't upset their social status. Like if you hang around with the wrong crowd of people or you dress differently or they want you to always be prim and proper. And What kind of a life is that? That's boring. You know, you got to live a little. Go out and experience life, not do these things to please your parents. So the girl that I was in the school, she was miserable. She goes, I don't like being rich. I'd rather be normal. You know, because when, when you're rich and you show it, people look at you they look down at you they're like oh look at her she's stuck up or he's like conceited and he's got all this money and everybody that's when you talk about superior when you have money the other riches when you acquire your own type of wealth you're doing it through hard work so you're starting at the bottom to work yourself up to get to that level but you can be comfortable I couldn't care less. I mean, a lot of people throw it in my face. Oh, look at me. Like, there's people on my block that all oh, have the big fancy house and the, and the, and the, the fancy cars. And, and then they, they walk around as if they're superior to me. I said, you're not. What, because you have money that makes you superior? No. It just makes you stuck up, conceited, and selfish because all you care about is yourself. You don't care about others around you. So why would I want to be around someone who's like that? I don't. I don't want to be around someone who's going to make me feel less of who I am. If I could tell you I'm comfortable in my skin, I am. Right now, my situation is dire. Yes. And I'm trying not to think about it. I'm trying to put it behind me. Because with the grace of God, I believe that if you pray every single night, you will get what you get. In other words, you pray really hard to God, God will hear you. Because if he doesn't hear you, then you must be doing something wrong. I say prayers. That's why I say after every podcast, I say a prayer to everybody. Because sometimes prayer does help. Sometimes you said, oh, I prayed to God and I, he gave me a sign and I took it and look at me. I got what I got when I got it. So that's why I say, I don't like it when someone says, oh yeah, America is superior. Well, no, I'm not superior. I'm not. I, and I'm, I'm just comfortable in my own skin. And the reason why I want to, you know, go down and help a certain, uh, you know, a group of people from another, from that part of the world, because all the misconceptions that people have against them, and I think it's wrong. Stop doing that. Stop labeling. You know, it's bad enough you come here and there's fighting and racial unrest. And even if you go to certain parts of the U.S., they still believe that white power. Yeah, you know what with white power? Take a hike. Okay? You don't belong in this earth if you do that type of crap to people. They still do lynchings when they run hangings. I think that's wrong too. They don't accept you. Why won't you accept me? Because again, I will not identify myself as white. I identify myself as European. Why Europeans have a different skin tone? They're olive skinned. So, in a sense, when we came here in this part of the world, we actually came into this town we were the only Greek family on the block. So we were had a hard time being accepted into the fold. So you can imagine the life that I had growing up as a child being teased at, and not just because I had a foreign sounding name, even though I was born here. I still got teased at mercilessly. Because kids don't want us to be different. No, you gotta be the same like everybody else. You know what I say? I am happy with who I am, and I'd rather be different and unique than be the same boring, bunch of people that all they want to do is the same everything has to be the same we don't want outsiders okay good I'm an outsider great I'm an outsider in a foreign land that's what I'm at and I like the idea of traveling to an exotic land because to me it's important I I think it's 
I think it's really important. It's a good history lesson to learn about people from another country, to adopt their culture, their lifestyle, their way of thinking. I mean, I wanted to go to their church too. I mean, I like the church services there because everybody is into. I don't. I think a lot of people have lost their sense of religion here. I think so. You may go to church. I haven't gone to church in a while, and the reason why I haven't is because everything in my life just kind of turned upside down. When I lost my parents, I, I kind of lost my faith at the time, and at the time I thought, well, why did God take my parents away from me? I needed them still. My father was too young to go, and my mother, well, yes, she did live for a lot longer than my father, but I still needed her because I knew that the day she left, my life would fall apart. I had this premonition. I kept having the same dream over and over again. And I'm trying to figure out, well, it's just a dream. It won't come true. But believe it or not, there are some dreams that can't come true. Some dreams you can interpret. They will tell you what it is that you're actually dreaming about. What does this, what does this mean? So, yeah. So, the thing I want to say is this. You can make good choices in your life. And you can also choose to be different because... Being different is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Or you can choose to be like everybody else, but if you're like everybody else, you're going to think like them, you're going to act like them, and who wants to do that? I don't. I don't. I don't like that at all. So anyway, um, so again, accept everybody as they are. Don't even look against the color of their skin and their background, their social status. But you do look at a person's personality. That tells you what kind of a person they are, who they are, how they treat others. Because I've run across many of them, especially on this block. But I block them out. I don't even, I, I, I keep to myself. Why? Because I don't want to be around people that are negative, And I also don't want to be around people who attack others because of who they are. You start attacking a group of people from a certain area. Shame on you. Shame on you. You should know better. So anyway, I'm going to go because it's almost 9 o'clock and my throat is starting to hurt, getting a sore throat. So I'm going to say a a little prayer for everybody. And again, please accept people. Stop judging. Stop name-calling. I think we should all come together and form some kind of an alliance. I think that would be great from all over the world. I would love to see that. And I think that could be happening. I think that should happen. And I'm hoping that that will happen at some point. So, I'm going to say a prayer because it's still Sunday. Um, And then after that, I hope to God that all of you can love, learn to love one another, regardless of where you are, regardless of who you are and your skin color. That really shouldn't matter. That's not important. So, let me say a prayer. Let's say a prayer together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespass. We forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God bless all of you. Have a great week ahead. Take care.